And we are back with the latest episode of The Goose Podcast. This time we were talking about one of the hottest tech topics in the country right now. E-scooters. So what is the crack? Why is the law so sketchy with these modes of transport? And what does the green wave mean for the future of e-scooters? Martin, our resident scooter commuter, has decided to join us on this podcast to talk about everything electronic. But before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsors. Get Funky Design is a, bra- is a branding and graphic design studio based in Portleash that help businesses express themselves through creative brand identities, logos and graphic design. We believe wholeheartedly in the power of developing a strong brand for businesses as well as the importance of uncovering communication that makes you great. If you want to give them a shout today, they'll give you a free brand audit. All you have to do is check us out on goose.e forward slash podcast, click the link there, and the lads will give you a free brand audit on us. So, without further ado, let's get into it. See you in a while. Back, woo, Dean, Martin, all right, Danny, bye. how are you, man? Mart, what's crack, Dino? You well? Good, good, man. So we are going to talk about the hottest tech topic in the country: e-scooters. Yes, boy. Martin, as our resident scooter commuter, are you going to take the wheel on this one? Oh God, Early that's pun. some top <laughs> top punnage. Um, yes, yes, I will. I will gladly take take the wheel on this one um so yeah i guess e-scooters kind of exploded there the last uh last couple of months last couple of months in ireland um now the one thing i suppose is important to point out is that they've been here an awful lot longer than just a couple of months um like i know scooters in general electric scooters probably been around for about five years i've heard some lads saying that that's how long they've had them yeah that long um oh jesus but I guess it's 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 the Xiaomi M three six five the 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 Segway nine bots these these have made it really really popular they're really affordable because scooters have gone from like five years ago being two grand, um, to now being four or four or five hundred quid, uh, which is it's just breaking down that barrier for people. So, um, yeah, they're massively popular. Uh, and like if you live in Dublin city, it's it's you quickly understand why. Like I love absolutely nothing more than when I'm on the way home and I'm skipping by a whole heap of cars. Um, it, it's, it's a great feeling to get home <laughs> so much quicker. Like I always, now to be fair, there was a breakdown done recently. Um, there's a website called eride.ie. Um, and oh yeah, you were showing me that before. Yeah. So they, they did a kind of a survey of, uh, their community and they got about, I think it was about 80 or 90 people answered. Um, and they said that there's about, I think it was 20, I'm going to actually try and pull it up, but there's about 29% of people who um actually let's see if i can get it up and i'll come back on to that actual stat but there is mm. a a good percentage of people that have transitioned from driving using motorbikes um like fairly hefty modes of transport and they've moved on to uh using electric scooters now instead um because there was some governmental talk there where they, they thought that most people were moving from using public transport onto uh, scooters and so it wasn't doing much yeah. for traffic uh, so I have it here yeah 67% of people have moved from uh, driving a car or motorbike on that are using scooters 
um, they used to use cars or motorbikes. So 67%. I, I'm in the 7%. So it's a big shift. Yeah, so I'm in the 7% of people that used to walk. So I'm not doing anything for congestion. If anything, I am contributing a little bit more. But there's one day I pulled up at a red light and there was a lad in a big flash BMW beside me. And like one of these big, massive black exec cars. Um, and like I looked at it, there was, I'd say I was surrounded by about 19 people on either bikes or scooters. Um, and we were taken up in or around the same space that that one car was taken up. And then when you see that, you immediately understand what the congestion problem is in Dublin. So I've been using but mine. At the same stage, having scooters replace BMWs as the mode of transport for the typical wanker. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was just reading something from Ansco that we were taking over from Audi, actually, uh, which yeah. is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so look, I, I, I've been using mine now since the, the start of the year. Um, I got mine in January, so coming up to six months on it now, actually. Um, I've clocked. And up. how how far is your um, commute to work, Mert? And like, how long would it take you to get in the scooter? Yeah, so so normally it took me about forty minutes to walk to the office. Um, and now on a scooter, it's about 10 minutes. Um, wow. so it's like, for me, it's not about like, I didn't like walking to work around like that. It's, you know, it's an hour back in my day, pretty much that I didn't have before. So for me, that's the value. It's not that I, I want to skip out and my walk because what I want to try and do is use that time in the gym or go for a run or something and get more than a walk yeah. to work. So for me, that's, that, yeah, that's no. the massive benefit. Yeah, that makes sense because one of the things I was thinking about getting them is that I walk a lot now and if I was to get one of these, I would be missing out on exercise. But like you said there, for the time you're saving, you can go to the gym. So you're not really making missing out on uh, exercise. Yeah, exactly. It's all about what you do with your time. Um, so like it's it's about getting getting that time back into your day, you know. Um, so I think I, I, I've clocked, I think, the guts of about 500 kilometers on mine already um and yeah like there's been some learnings i've had from it like there's it's hard to do turn signals because you've got the the throttle control on your right hand and so if you want mm -hmm. to keep going you can't really do a right hand signal so i've got a, a cover for my backpack that has a little light on it that i can control left and right indicators <laughs> with yeah i'm that level of nerd um, that is amazing so it's like an indicator backpack yeah exactly uh so that that's the kind of nerd i am um but like that, that, that overcomes that problem. But like last week in in, in uh, the doll, um, Noel Rock, uh, Deputy Noel Rock was talking to the minister about this because to be fair, Noel Rock brought this up uh, about eighteen months ago that scooters were going to explode in Dublin. So there's about two thousand of these things on the road now. Like there's, it's not a small number of them by any means. But um, he brought it up like that there's safety concerns. I'd agree that that indication thing that or like hand signals that it's a safety concern that needs to be looked at. Um, but he also mm -hmm. brought up the fact that they don't have suspension and like that kind of I, I'd agree yeah it can be a bit of a shaky ride like but then I looked at Dublin bikes Dublin bike doesn't have suspension you know it's it's I've got pneumatic tires and on judging so. by half the buses I've been on in Dublin they don't have suspension either <laughs> yeah exactly like so there's I think there there's a there is a certain element of scooters are new and scooters are different and I think a, yeah. a lot of people in power are a little bit scared of them and they don't really know what to do. And they're defaulting to smear campaigns and negativity and kind of trying to poke holes and find problems. Like over in the UK at the minute, mm -hmm. they're, they're clamping down on a big time. They're giving out penalty points and fines. Like, you know, I know there's a guy in Ireland right now who is in the court system. He got pulled over for having an electric scooter. And he's actually currently going through um, 
the courts he's going to be facing five penalty points and potentially losing his license for driving uninsured on an MPV which is just absolutely ludicrous when you think about the fact this is an electric scooter okay so actually so what we're getting at is there's a lot of stuff going on with the scooters at the moment so you mentioned the word MPV so if we take it all the way back to the start and say how did this problem start why are the guards picking up scooters and what the hell is an MPV right so yeah MPV is but three letters that I've taken extreme interest in for the last six months um, so my electric scooter uh, so some quick specs on it so it, it does about 25 kilometers an hour it's supposed to have a range of about 30 kilometers it, and realistically it has about 20 kilometers um, and one of the big things on it, it has all the normal stuff like you know you have a, a brake just like you would on a bike it's got a light on it just like you would on a bike a backlight the whole lot all that usual stuff is there um, but one of the big features on it is that if you stand on this scooter and if you press the throttle nothing happens you don't move you don't budge mm-hmm. you can't go anywhere so you can't take a journey across Dublin completely mechanically assisted like you, there's just no way to do it or mechanically powered there's no way to do it um, because you have to kick off the scooter and actually get up to a certain speed I think it's five, five miles per hour or whatever that translates into kilometres um, and then you mm-hmm. put the throttle down and then the motor kicks in so now I'll be the first to admit this is a bit of a grey area. It's a loophole where mechanically propelled vehicles by law, um, there is a, a guideline sent out by the RSA which states that oh, if it can be powered by electric power alone, it's an MPV. Um, and actually kind of suggested that if you have to scoot at all, it, that's not an MPV anymore. So this was the, the Road Safety Authority that said this. And this led to massive, massive confusion. Um, and this is also what, why Gardy started season the things but the other thing was the rsa updated their faqs recently to say even if you have to scoot to start um because they're obviously starting to see oh shit there's a loophole here that, that these scooters are falling through so they kind of plugged it quite quite quickly and quite um unpleasantly just, just this yeah like this is a horrible solution to the problem just like just change the document and leave it out there and no official communication and they were they were carrying out yeah. this study that hasn't actually been hasn't seen the light of day yet and it was just it, it, it all feels very cloak and dagger about this thing this mode of transport that's green it's energy efficient like but a, haven't they set a precedent already with this fella down in Kerry not long ago he was riding uh was it a a bike an electric bike of some sort oh the, and the guy he was done Kenny, for yeah. being twisted yeah this, and essentially this, he got off because it was assisted rather than motor propelled because he had to pedal it up to 15 kilometers an hour before the engine took over or whatever yeah now first of all i don't condone people drink driving in any way shape or form especially not in a scooter mm-hmm. because you get milled off it pretty quick um yeah but yeah the the, the legal precedent is is sound so he, he got off because it was an assisted vehicle and like if I was to be stopped with a Gardaí I'd, I'd just tell them you know take this scooter up up any kind of a hill and you'll quickly tell it's not mechanically propelled it's assisted like there, like there's hills where I'm I'm doing most of the work uh, now I know I'm a heavier yeah. I'm a heavier gentleman but still um, like these things they're, they're not big V8 beasts like they're not powerful like I get overtaken by as many bikes as I overtake um like there's cyclists like they're talking about even if they do get legalized that they might have speed limits of 25 kilometers an hour and like to be honest i'm fine with that that's that's my speed limit anyway but like i'm doing 25 kilometers an hour on a scooter and bikes are ripping past me so it's just there's this weird 
taught about these things because they're new that they have to be bad. Like a cyclist pulled up yeah. beside me one day. It's a really funny story where he's like, God, that, that joke now, I hear they're trying, they're going to outlaw them. It's like, how fast can you go? And I was like, oh, about 25 kilometers an hour. And he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you can go that fast. And yeah, like one, one snuck up behind me there recently. They're very quiet. And I was like, well, like you can probably go faster than that. Your bike isn't exactly loud. And before I could finish my sentence, he broke the reds and he was gone. He, like, he just went flying up the road. And I was like, it's just these, <laughs> these things are just being demonized for no really good reason. And, and the, yeah. The, like Minister Ross is constantly coming out by saying oh you know it's what we're looking for is safety 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 and it's like to be honest it's not you're just avoiding something new and trying to just kind of put it under the carpet without talking about it seems as you mentioned Mr. Ross um, I, fo- I found it very interesting recently because he was saying about this RSA report that he's commissioned to see what hap- what's happening with e-scooters in other countries and how they've affected city centres and blah 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 he was saying that they don't reduce congestion and that all they're doing is adding another layer of vehicles onto the road and blah 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 is that just you know nonsense or is there any basis to that? Yeah like what what's worrying about this is that he was and this is where I'm kind of getting to my, my point on it feels like a smear campaign, that he came out and said, oh, the the evidence he's seen is that they actually add to congestion rather than take away from it. And that's why fair play to Gene over at the, the eRide.ie, because he's managing this massive community of people who actually have various different e-rides. So it's not all scooters, just electric unicycles. Yeah, you were saying which, before, yeah. it's about 300 people <clears throat> or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's about two, 200, over 200 people in it. Um. So he actually, he just surveyed them and said, look, what were you doing before you had an e-ride? And there, like, there was, like I said, um, what was it? There's 67% used to either drive, use a motorbike or similar. Like t- 21% were public transport, so bus, Lewis or Dart. 7% like myself were walking and then 4% were on bikes. Because like, if you're on a bike, a scooter doesn't make sense. Like it's 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 not a natural thing to transition to now for the people who are using public transport like yeah fair enough of course you're going to move like you know just there yesterday houston station in dublin got completely shut down um because of a signal in there um like there's days where a, a, a cars crash on the lewis lines and the and the lewis is shut down like public transport isn't reliable and the other thing about public transport is i've been in dublin and waiting on a bus where the bus just drives straight past you because it's full like by having these you're taking stress away from the roads congestion away from the roads you're taking stress off public transport uh they're incredibly green and energy efficient like the the scooter i have it costs if it went to zero percent every single day which it doesn't i only get it down to about 60 but if it was at zero percent every day it would cost me eight cents to get it back up to 100 percent charge and like that's astronomical save like that's mm. so cheap like the the mileage, I, I'm not going to do the maths on it because I'm too slow. But it's incredible if you compare that to cars. Like I'd say, one day of driving a car would keep me going for probably a year or two on an electric scooter. Probably, actually, Dean. Question for you on the scooter thing, because obviously Limerick is a very different city in terms of its infrastructure. Dublin. If we had scooters here, would you use one? And what kind of range would you be willing to travel on it? Uh. It, to be honest, I've only I've seen one of these scooters in Limerick. That was about four or five months ago. Um, I haven't seen them at all other than that. But if they if they started if the popularity went up in them, I would definitely use them. Like 
obviously like I, I can get a bus from I live in town now I can get a bus from town to Crescent for I don't know 250 or something like that I could drive if I want to but it easily takes me around 20 minutes from get to town to Crescent depending on traffic and that um, but if I had the option of using an e-scooter yeah I'd definitely use one 100% and like I'm even like looking at something here um, that's up on the journal apparently Ross came out and said um, if a motor transport is uh, oh what is it now if it's uh, mechanically propelled uh, the user needs to have insurance road tax and a driver's license like in what world would you need a driver's license to have to spin around in one of these scooters like you probably Bert you would probably know better than me because you use it you arguably have more control of an e-scooter than you would have a bike, would you? Because you're closer to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you've hit the nail on the head there. Just just yesterday um, and last week. Now, yesterday was kind of more my fault because I was trying to negotiate a, a narrow gap between a pedestrian and a car. But the week before, there was a, a pedestrian who had heard, he heard a car beep the horn at the far end of the road. And he had headphones in and turned as he was crossing the road. So he didn't see me at all. And I basically right in front of him hit the brakes now my brakes alone like on a bike you've got a stopping distance where you do need a couple of meters to stop and unfortunately the, the brakes weren't going to do it but because i'm on a scooter mm -hmm. all i have to do is step off so i just kind of like yeah. jumped off and i stopped dead still um, whereas like on a bike you would have fallen off or you wouldn't have had the the mental kind of the instinct to, to jump off or whatever because it just doesn't work like that. Whereas on a scooter, you're, two you're feet, moving faster. You're two feet are beside the ground. To jump off a scooter is really easy. So I can I can come to a dead stop much quicker than I could if I was on a bike. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like In a lot of ways, scooters are actually safer in terms of stopping distances and stuff like that. Yeah, I would argue. I mean, like even if a car is coming from your left or right and you see it at the last minute, on a bike... You might be able to pull your brakes. Nah, you're getting smashed. Arguably, yeah, you're getting smashed and you're going to end up on the bottom, yeah. if not on the windscreen. Whereas at least with a scooter, if you are going fast enough that you can't stop the scooter, you can still jump off yeah, and cause minimal damage to the car. A scratch, probably. These scooters aren't going to cause much damage to the bumper or bottom of a car, like, you know. Yeah, and I think um, this is so where... This bit... Go on, Mark. This is where I think it gets interesting as well. Like, you're thinking about like Shane Ross came out talking about, oh, we want to make sure it's safe for scooter users, for drivers, for cyclists. What he's really worried about here is a scooter been involved in a car crash and then who gets blamed and whose insurance pays for it. Like, and like, mm -hmm. that's not the, like, I've, I've, I've been on the phone. Like there's a video I did for, for ourselves, Aaron Goose, that where I actually called Chill Insurance and was like, oh, I'm looking to get insurance on a scooter. And they thought I was talking about like a Vespa. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah one second, and we, ha we transfer you over to the to the motorbike department. And I was like, no, 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 it's not a motorbike. It's like a, a child's toy, but a little bit bigger with an electric motor. And she just laughed at me. <laughs> like It's like, why would you want to insure one of these things? Because like, the problem is, a lot of people like Shane Ross are thinking these things are closer to cars and motorbikes than they are cyclists. But they're not. They are so much closer yeah. to bikes. They're probably closer to a pedestrian than they are even to a bicycle. I'd say yeah, I'd it's... say they're closer to pedestrian than they are cars anyway, for sure. And yeah. is there any um countries, Mert, that are like good examples to look at in which they've brought in legislation and it's working absolutely fine? It's causing no trouble. Uh like uh, like is this or have these only come into Ireland in the past year, year and a half or so, or is it kind of a global thing where these have just no, taken off? Sure, have you not seen the episode of South Park there in the last season <laughs> yeah. where they, they, they it was just everywhere they turned there was just more scooters. 
Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> I haven't watched South Park in about this, five this years. This is ago. another important point to make. Um, and actually, I've got an interesting opinion on this myself. I'm a, so there's two kinds of scooter. Like there's the same scooter, so it's the same device, but there's a privately owned scooter or a public share scooter. So like public share is is like like Dublin bikes but with scooters. So obviously Uber has a has one called Bird, uh, Lifter involved. There's a couple of different companies that do this. Um, yeah. And that can that works well in in certain countries and stuff. Like in the US, they've had some problems because they just come in, drop a load of scooters, and they don't really work with local local authorities. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm actually very against put a scooter share system coming into Dublin because I just don't think our footpaths are big enough for it. Uh, I, I think Dublin probably is a bad idea, but I think Limerick would be very well Limerick. situated to that because it, just to take into consideration here, where I live, the bus route, the 304, is notoriously shit. Yeah. And we're not connected up with the the uh, the rent-a-bike schemes up this far, even though we're about 10 minute walk away from the crescent uh, so and obviously unlike Dublin there is no Lewis there's no like train into the city centre for areas like Corbley Castle Troy Raheen and those kind of surrounding zones yeah, they'd yeah. be great for getting in and out of the city for cheap safely and you know environmentally friendly yeah and there has been examples of like uh, like big US states where you know these big massive expanses of land like in the cities where you'd have to walk an hour to get from one side to the other and there's no public transport and scooters mm. are perfect for that in dublin i think private ownership works fantastically well if you want to have a scooter go buy one they should be available on on bike to work all this kind of stuff like they should absolutely be encouraged i do have massive hesitations around scooter like these scooter share systems for dublin i just don't think there's the space for it i like you said the likes of galway kilkenny dublin cork these places they might work perfectly well because uh, they've just got that little bit more space, but Dublin streets are so narrow and crappy, and I don't know. I think as well as that, scooters have a really small learning curve, but there's some little intricacies that you need to like be using these things on a regular basis. So I don't want just any old person jumping up on them, because then scooters in general get a bad name. I'm quite protective of scooters in Dublin, as you might have sensed. Um, so I think yeah, yeah, yeah they're, there's if, they're if, kind if, of like you're becoming the father of the scooter. <laughs> yeah. But like if 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 you if you've bought a scooter, you're going to be more responsible. You're not going to leave it out in the street lying around. Whereas if you if you have a scooter share system, you probably will just leave it lying around. So they get a bad name that way. Um, and but, they're not protected as much and maintained as well. Yeah, yeah. So no, like the UK in terms of other countries, like they are popular in Europe. In 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 France, they're very popular. Um, in Germany, they're popular. They're bringing in different laws about like in Germany. I think it is. It's either Germany or France. You can. You can actually drive these things in pedestrian areas, but you can't go faster than six kilometers an hour. Um, and you can drive on normal roads or cycle lanes for I think up to twenty kilometers an hour or something like that. So they are they're they're just adjusting to the laws for these things, and that's what you have to do. Like the the default position of something new shouldn't be illegal and demonized. It should be why are people enjoying this? Why are people using it? Why is it popular? And is it something that look we should really be encouraging? Because like I think the nation of Ireland right now has shown people that we want to be more environmentally conscious. We want to be more environmentally friendly. And here we are demonizing a really great way to get around Dublin city. That's actually a very interesting point. Obviously the local elections just wrapped up and the greens made a huge bit of ground. And obviously a lot of that has to do with people's concerns about how we're dealing with the environment here. So the fact that you're demonizing something that's, supposed to be a green form of travel is kind of counterintuitive it could also be a case that 
um, like realistically, the government aren't going to make any money off of these scooters. Like from the loose line and that, they're, they're making money cynic. for that. Uh, from cars, they obviously make a ball of money, even though they're trying to I don't, not get rid of I'm cars. I'm expecting to but... say the Rothschilds any second now. Huh? <laughs> I'm expecting you to bring up any of these old conspiracies. The government aren't getting money. <laughs> like, um, you could, but yeah, you could like activate you said, just, conspiracy just... theory mode here now for me, to be honest. But yeah, I think you're, you're on to something. Go on. Are we going down that route? Well, yeah, I, I think it's it's a very fair point to make that um, governments... I mean, like you said, if it costs you a cent a day to charge it, um, it costs me a lot more to put 20 quid a week into my car. And so you're pay saying the tax, tax gains? And, yeah, the taxing again. So like, that's what that's why they're saying that could be a reason why they're turning to getting insurance and tax. Yeah. You know, because they're looking at people using these and they're like, we already have enough cyclists. We can't really make any money off a cyclist so how can we make money off of an e-scooter oh it's got a little mini engine on it let's say that has to be taxed now yeah exactly hello and welcome back to those conspiracy guys the goose <laughs> edition <laughs> well like it, i think that that is to a certain extent what's happening here like you know there's all of a sudden because look at it this way politicians are cute enough to know when stuff like this is happening like you know like green party aside just two or three days before the vote fina fall came out with a bill in the doll about electric scooters you know it's it's no no rock has been talking about this for a year and a half now he actually uses a scooter so i believe he well he used to until they became so gray area and kind of forbidden but like he he knows that like there's a community of people out there who want to use these things and that they are good so probably to a lesser extent no rock but fina fall tried to cash in on this last week or the, the week before the election it's just by but even if we're talking about that tax bullshit most people who have a scooter probably have a car as you said, that's sixty-seven percent. So they're still paying tax insurance on these things. It's not like they're just sitting there. Yeah, are you exactly. Going to tax a, are you going to tax a pair of rollerblades next? Yeah, same, they're wearing same. heelys. And <laughs> for me, it comes back to the basics of like these things are so similar to, to to bicycles. I just don't understand why anybody would have a problem with them. It's just they're new and different. That's the only thing I can see that is different. Um, has there been any reported um accidents or injuries that they're basing their uh concerns off of no or are they just no i wouldn't also be taking the politicians too um you know busily on that because you know the whole swing thing if they can't use a swing (laughs) i wouldn't exactly fancy them on a scooter yeah (laughs) Yeah, very true there'll be bogey claims going left right and center um oh i broke my ankle Um, no, like I, I don't think there has been any really big examples of like obviously if you go worldwide, yeah, there's the odd um, accident, but it's 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 like Tesla for example, you know, it's it's the auto drive system. As soon as somebody got killed with the auto drive system, as tragic as it was, you have to think about it in terms of how many miles and kilometers that car has gone through without any accidents versus how many miles and kilometers it would take a human to have an accident. Like, it's not the, the technology that's always the problem. It's, it's the people who are reporting the technology. Like, you know, it's, it's putting the, the negative spin on it. Um, yeah. So I think that that's what's happening with scooters as well. I think that there's a lot of negative spins been put on it. And the thing is, from what I've seen, it feels like there's a bit of cop-on starting to happen. Like, so the guard of seizures, for example, that was that was happening pretty pretty full on. There was a couple of days there where there was five, six scooters being lifted every day. Now, the most ridiculous point of this that I have to highlight is that these scooters were taken away on tow trucks. That is just absolute lunacy. Like you could throw these things in the boot of a car and they were actually going away on tow yeah. trucks. But so the, these confiscations were happening. 
there was the grey area, it was starting to get into the media more and more, and then there was like a week or two where RT Primetime covered it, uh, the Journal were talking about it, we were talking about it, um, uh, who else was talking about it, it was on all these big, the Irish Times was talking about it, all these big outlets were talking about e-scooters, and what started happening mm. was, you could see on Twitter, social media, there was about 97% of everything was positive towards scooters, it was like, why was, why is this why is this a news story, why is it an issue, and then this kept on going and going and going, and basically there was like there wasn't a week going by where there wasn't a news article saying electric scooters are great or something along those lines and what happened now is that like we've had the minister of transport shane ross come out in the doll and probably make his biggest stance as to why these things are mpvs and why they sh- they're not road legal or roadworthy and all this kind of stuff but with, all, with the clearest that we've come to this day in the doll of people saying you shouldn't be using them Gardy have stopped seizing them <laughs> so it's it's really hard to understand kind of like I, every every day i won't like i'm driving my scooter and i don't know whether i'm going to be stopped if i'm not going to be stopped if i'm if i'm legal if i'm illegal i have no idea mm-hmm. um i know i'm getting to work with a smile on my face and people always tell me that when they see me drive by i look absolutely delighted with life um, it's because to be honest with you when i when i was up with you at the dumb tech summit you gave me a spin and it was so much fun yeah they're great crack they really are and which what model do you have, Mert? Uh, the one? Yeah, the Xiaomi M three six five. So I got mine in three. It was about I think it was four hundred and fifty quid. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Because you had the the Segway nine button, the Kugo S one, and that was that was the first scooter confiscated. Yeah, now I think that that scooter could be slightly different though, because there are some electric scooters that don't need that kick to start, um, which means that they're they're not they're not assisted they actually might be mechanically propelled but the xiaomi m365 does need that kick to start so i'm not entirely sure how they're classifying them as mpvs hmm. yeah no I, I would definitely like to give it a try um but yeah like i said i haven't seen any of them really around limerick i think if i did see them around limerick the guards wouldn't even give them a second look because this is more of a priority for guards above in dublin more than anywhere else in the country because the rest of the country aren't using them, so it's probably not even a priority for them. Uh, why it's a priority for any guard, I don't know why. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hopefully when the next general election comes around, this will be a big talking point. And um, well, we'll go back to your tax can... collector issue. Do you know if your scooter gets impounded or you know taken off you by the guard? You know the cost is the exact same as getting your car back, one hundred and twenty-five <laughs> quid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's a joke. Like, yeah, ridiculous. And so, so, how much money is? So why is it a priority? Quotas. Actually, how much money are they spending to actually get them picked up in the first place? Yeah, well, exactly. tow trucks ain't free, so. Yeah. Gowls. So, um, so there, I am. I'm, we, that, we are paying taxes. There's coming out of me there, talking about the law. Gowls. <laughs> <laughs> so in the next uh, 6 to 12, uh, well, in the next general election, can you see this being a big talking point, Mert? To be honest, I don't think so, because... Like once this RSA report comes out that we've heard so much about for the last two three months, um, like th- this will be the point where we actually there's a line drawn in the sand. What worries me is the language that Shane Ross used in the last time he talked about this, where it was like he needs to be convinced they're safe and all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm I'm not convinced at all that Shane Ross is on the side of beating congestion, keeping people off Dublin bus, and keeping people away from Dublin bikes. Um, not bad for the Minister of Transport, eh? Yeah, exactly. Like it's it it's very very worrying the language that he used the last day. Um, now the only thing that I can hope is that because of 
this green wave that happened in the elections is that there's a little bit more pressure um, on the on the Fianna Gael government to kind of push down towards, now obviously Shane Ross is independent, but for, for Leo Varadkar, I'd like to think that he's having a little word with him being, if we if we come down heavy on scooters, that's going to be an awful own goal in terms of in green environmental kind of sentiments. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's so- it. The people have spoken in terms of they want greener solutions. So, you know, if Radker is to let Shane Ross continue demonising them and banning them, most people who've been voting would be like, actually, yeah, no. So, so to answer your question, I think this is probably all going to be boxed off well before the next time we have a general election. Um, but hope, like to be honest with you, I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent confident that Shane Ross is going to do the logical thing here and. Like they need, there needs to be legislation. Most most people I've I've been talking to about scooters, if they've got certain powers and stuff like that, they're happy to pay a tax or whatever. Um, yeah. But like, if you've got one like the Xiaomi M three six five, like it's, it's no more, it's no faster than a bike. It's it's no more powerful than a bike. It does about the same range. Well, it does way more range than I could do on a bike. But that's down to me help more than anything else. But like it's, mm-hmm. it's I just I I can't see how this is gonna end. Like it's completely unpredictable. It's it's a cliffhanger. Um. But like, okay, well, I've got two questions before we wrap it up. So the first one, obviously, kind of has to do with the insurance and it has to do with sec- the security. Because obviously, if we're, go- we're saying privately owned scooters, they're 500 quid a pop. And when you go to work, where do you leave it? And, ha- you know, and how do you know it's going to be safe? Yeah, so um, they are tough to lock. <laughs> so <laughs> I, have, I have two locks that I use. So one is just a normal U-bar lock to use for a bike. Um, so you can wrap that around a normal place um, and then like a normal bike stand and then I also have a longer one a kind of a, a coil lock and I use that through the back wheel if I'm parking out in the street or something like that it's just to give me an extra bit of security that it's locked in two different ways like it, it does have a software lock on it so you, in the app you just swipe right and it basically locks the, the scooter down and it starts beeping and the motor won't work without you lo- swiping again um, but I'm pretty sure doing a reset wouldn't be too hard on that so I'd definitely be looking at getting yourself some, some good locks where and could that be where the insurance conversation is coming from the fear of theft if there's a big uptake on them no i think i, I think the insurance thing is definitely down to accidents that that's all they're worried about they're worried about if if a driver hits a scooter rider on on the roads they're worried about if a scooter rider knocks down a cyclist <laughs> like like to be honest with you it, it made me think about it i was like what happens if if a cyclist hits a pedestrian like i don't understand what the liability is there because like that that's the same liability that i have on a scooter is that you know, it's an electric scooter. Even though that's fair. until yeah, that's fair. until the law is clarified, my fear is that I'd be done as if I because if it's classed as an MPV, technically a judge could tell me that this is the equivalent of you driving a, a Land Rover up a bike lane and knocking down a pedestrian, and I could be charged the exact same way as that. Like that that to me puts this whole thing into con- context of how ridiculous this is. Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. Okay, my last question before we we wrap this up is because obviously you're the scooter guy. If somebody's going to get a scooter, what are the three top things they should know or do? All right, that's a good question. Um, so we'll leave it on that then. So I think the most important thing is to definitely just just go for it for a start. Like, don't be intimidated because like the learning curve on these things. If you think it's like, oh god, it's something I wouldn't be able to do. Uh, like you saw yourself, John, without even thinking about it, you're up and running and using it and having the crack. Like it, it's a great way to yeah. get around. 
and the learning curve is tiny. Like if you've never ridden a bike, you'd be able to use a scooter. Um, so that's that's definitely the first thing. The, the second thing is just to be aware of riding a scooter. Like once you, it does take a little bit of getting used to, you have to be very conscious of bumps in the road and stuff because you do have smaller wheels. Um, but like I've actually gotten quite used to it now. Like after clock, clocking up about five hundred kilometers, like I'm able to ride. Like if I get an itchy face or an nose, need to scratch or something like that, I can ride one handed and stuff like that. Like you do get quite comfortable with it, but just to be conscious mm-hmm. that your first couple of times, take it slow, take it handy, drop it back into eco mode. It, it make means you can't you can't go as fast um and it just gives you that little bit more control over it while you're learning um because like just when you're out in the road you just need to be a little more conscious and then i guess third thing is yeah it's when you're buying a scooter it's funny like you know we buy products these days and we think oh we've got warranties and all this kind of stuff but like if you were to buy a bicycle and you got a puncture you wouldn't think you get that fixed under warranty so you have to kind of there is a, a strange kind of mentality you have to understand here where you're not you're not buying a gadget you're buying a a bike like you know it's there's going to be things that you have to do to maintain it there's going to be things you have to do to fix it like I had mine and I immediately got it got a, a puncture so there's stuff you can buy called slime it's fantastic stuff and you just squirt it into the tube and it basically it's this green goo with little rubber pellets in it. Um, and if you get a little puncture, it rushes to the gap and clogs it straight away. So it stops all your punctures. Um, but little things like that, like you're going to have to be, if you have a scooter, you're going to probably have to be willing to either have your hand, get your hands dirty or have somebody that will get your hands dirty. It, it's like buying a, a vintage car, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be a doer upper yeah. for a long time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that that's probably like the, the only other thing, I guess, a really important point is that because there is different scooters out there is to make sure you're getting one that has that kick to start. Um, because if you get pulled over by the guards, that's the one thing that might get you off the hook. Whereas if, if, if it's a big beast of a yoke that's able to do 60 kilometers an hour and has a turnkey on it and all this kind of stuff, and <laughs> like if it, that's effectively a motorbike. And even if you've got one of these, the scooter like I have, I've seen people put seats on them and stuff like that. To be honest, if you're putting a seat on it, I think you're opening yourself up to a little bit of attention from the guard as well because it's starting to look more like a, a Vespa and stuff like that. So Or a moped. You look like a... Yeah. Mm. yeah so. You don't even need to send it. Um... Go on. And just um, lastly, there, Mert, um, because obviously there's so much uncertainty about whether you'll actually be able to use these in the future. If someone were to listen to the podcast and they were thinking of getting one, but they weren't unsure if they were unsure if they could use it in six months' time, would you? What side of the fence would you be leaning on? Leaning on? Would you say go ahead and buy one, or would you say give it a few months, wait until the general election comes around or whatever, or wait until there's more? legislation brought in place yeah i if you're if you're on the fence i'd say wait until this rsa report comes out um it's just because like put it this way if i didn't buy my scooter back in january would i would i have bought one yesterday probably not um because the rsa report it's nearly here apparently um in Mm -hmm. in political terms it's it'll be here in the coming weeks which could be months for all we know but um Mm. if you're on the fence and you're not sure and you're hesitant just give it another couple of weeks and hopefully this report will be out and we'll know where we stand then. Um, yeah. Like, and if you are off the fence, buy the backpack with the indicators. Exactly. Everybody needs a backpack with indicators, you know. it's it's <laughs> like Even if you're walking, you should have one of those. Yeah, I, I could no. still use that walking to work. I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, if, if somebody's chasing me down or something, that I can press left and then go right. And Actually, I'm going to use that as the last question. 100% last question and we're signing off on this on the back the backpack situation 
if you're going to buy a scooter and you've made the decision you're buying a scooter, what is the f- the first main like gadget that you would have to buy to have with it? A helmet. Well, uh, <laughs> so like a lot of people, a, a lot of people don't buy helmets. Like I've seen a lot of people on these scooters. Um, and they don't wear high vis or they don't wear helmets and they don't have lights. And like, you have to remember the scooter I have, it's black. So like, you know, there's people riding around at night dressed heads toe in black, uh, on a black scooter and they don't turn the lights on. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so the first thing I'd buy is a helmet, get yourself a high vis vest. Um, the indicator backpack, I will admit is an absolute game changer for me. It makes it so much safer to get around. Um, plus it actually, you do get a lot of conversations with people that's at red lights when they ask you about them. Um, some addition, so get some extra lights as well. So like I've I've got a light on the scooter itself, but I have an extra light pointing down to the ground, um, and it's great just to kind of light up when when it's dark, just if there's any potholes around that I can see them. Like yeah. cyclists do the same thing. Um, get yourself an extra little brake light for the back, just to give yourself some more light. Um, and oh, there's a, a if you want to use your phone more, like because obviously there's there's no display on the on the M three six five. So, um, I've got a thing called a quad lock. So it actually lock delivery drivers love these things. So it actually it clicks in. It goes on the back of your phone, and it just click. You can click your phone onto the handlebars and just put it down at a forty five degree angle and, and turn it, and it locks in. So you can actually see your screen, and there's an app then that connects to the scooter and shows your speed and all this kind of stuff. Um. So there's loads nice. like that. That's another thing. It's kind of the same as what I said about when you buy a scooter, you're buying it to use and to fix up and to to do work on. You're also mm-hmm. going to buy gadgets. It's a project. For it. Yeah, it's a project. Like I've seen some guys adding crazy amount of lights to theirs and doing different things to them. Um, so like, just be aware. Twenty twos on it. Yeah, dropping <laughs> it, putting rims on it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but uh, exactly. yeah, like just be, just be aware that you probably will end up buying a few extra bits and pieces for it. Like there, there's little customizations you can get in three D printed bits and pieces. So, um, yeah, they're a project. They're they're, but the the funny thing is, I think that it's like the maker movement. You know, they they were enthusiast devices up until probably this year. Um, what what astonishes me is like I work on the keys. I've got like a I'm not on the keys up there in Sir John Rogerson's key, and I've got a, a a window seat in my in my workplace. Like so, I'm able to look out into the bike lanes. It astonishes me the demographics of people that use these scooters. It's not just men. It's not just women. It's not just old people. It's not just young people anybody can use these things and everybody seems to love using them and it's just I think it's just because they're such a practical way to get around and the cool. crack is the best way to sign that off Dean do you want to sign us off and be done yeah so um, to conclude e-scooter scooters cool um, government Ross <laughs> chill out and uh, make sure to check out Mert's article on e-scooters if you uh, feel you need any more information and where can they find that, Dean? On goose.ie. All right. We call it a day. Good luck to both of you. See you in a while. Cheers, Mark. See you, lads. Cheers. Bye-bye.